0: you're listening to the board to death binge cast talking tv shows and movies in easily digestible chunks hello again ladies and gentlemen and other assorted gender assignations welcome back to the board to death binge cast i am jay winger being joined by sam and we're back to continue our season three binge of my hero academia but this is the point where we break briefly from the uh from the main narrative, because now we're getting ready for the first movie.
1: Yeah. So, Like I was saying before this, it was watching it episode by episode, week by week. It was kind of a jarring thing, but it did say, next episode is this. I'm like, ah. Uh. Yeah, but it wasn't, week, wasn't clear it exactly what it was. Oh, no, it was, it was pretty clear. It says, next episode is a special, leads into the movie. And I'm like, oh, oh. well, can, can I just finish this arc, please? Yeah
0: cuz yeah it's really kind of weird that they put it right in the middle of a story arc like this but um cuz where we when we left off they were in the middle of their uh provisional licensing exam and had just started the rescue arc or rescue po- uh, portion of the test
1: <laughs> yeah rescue and defend
0: rescue and defend with Gang Orca and his uh and his gang of orcas or whatever uh showing up to Play the part of he terrorists. He
1: just looks like a fucking mob boss. He does, uh,
0: but then that was part of the joke. It's like rank number three is uh, in on the list of heroes who look like they should be villains. <laughs> yes, and you know, and you know that Bakugo is going to end up on that list, or sorry, King Explosion Murder, or there, whatever name the, he ends the, up serving with.
1: There is a, a slight spoiler I read about the future in the manga about him let's, let's don't it's his official hero name finally oh he
0: finally picks one okay don't say don't say anything I want to be surprised when it finally oh. comes up
1: yeah, that'll be like what season six
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't know because I'm not reading the manga because I don't want to get spoiled for about events that haven't I haven't seen yet in the anime part of me does want to jump into the manga so I can know this stuff but that would sort of ruin the binge cast. Yeah, you
1: have to have one person that hasn't seen it
0: yet. Yep, that's that's our that's sort of the rule that we go with for a lot of this stuff. Got have fresh eyes on it. We got we want to have a fresh set of eyes, but so this is just a uh, like flashback episode to hey, this happened before the summer, you know, literally it says we take a break from the provisional licensing exam to visit a class held before the summer training camp. And then that leads into the movie, which you have right there on Blu-ray.
1: On Blu-ray that I pre-ordered, picked it up when it came out, and have yet to open.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, it's still in the in the in the wrapping. Uh, in the movie My Hero Academia: Two Heroes.
1: Yep, and I don't You you really... went and
0: saw this in the theaters. Yes,
1: I did. I saw this in theaters.
0: I think you and you and Nami didn't even act actually asked do you want to come come see this i'm like i haven't seen the seen the show i won't know a damn thing what's going on none of the characters We will actually mean, brought think, uh,
1: Kitty and Zeke with us for the second movie. Mm.
0: Um but yeah so this but is going to be the third
1: one. Third one's uh, announced.
0: Technically only two things we're doing in this particular binge but it's a single episode and then a movie. So a feature length movie. So that still sort of fills the right amount of time time that we like to use have for this sort of thing.
1: Yep, ninety six so. minutes.
0: All right, so I don't think there's really much else to add because what was going on in now the we'll previous you arc? Know nothing about this movie. I it, don't. <laughs> okay, good. Because I it's, like it's a fun little movie. Like I said, with, when it came to my *Hero Academia* stuff, I was like, I, sh- I, feel, I, when I when it started getting popular, I decided I'm gonna need to check that out. So I shouldn't read anything so I don't get spoiled. Granted, some of the stuff ended up getting... I sort of just found out through osmosis because people were dropping references and stuff to it online everywhere. But I've still done my best to try to avoid knowing too much of what's going going on. So, yeah, there's not much else to add for this intro because literally the arc we've been watching is being put on hold for this (laughs) All right. So that should wrap this up and we'll see you after the binge. While the binge is happening. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please give us a like and subscribe and spread the word. You can reach us on social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore binge cast. The board to death clan is part of the CKCC radio podcast family, including J bunny's music hub, the race nerd podcast, real paranormal talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, Girls Who Like, and The Nerd Table. Please consider supporting CKCC Radio on Patreon. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. So, the, I mean, the preview episode was literally just side story.
1: Yes, i um, swear, but it did. It did, it did introduce
0: it. Intru- it did introduce uh, David Shield and Melissa briefly, uh, and then immediately led into it. But it was just um, it was Deku, Bakugo, Ida, Shoto, Uraraka, and Sue, basically doing a practical training simulation.
1: Which I absolutely love. That episode. I did. I did like I that whole touch. I forgot about that episode. Um, it's not started.
0: Basically, it's like they're dealing with like a hostage situation with some of the pro heroes serving as in various roles in the scenario. All might being the villain, robbing a jewelry store, and Midnight Cementos, and present Mike yep. as people in the as three of the hostages in the store but then it turns into what, seemingly a murder mystery.
1: Oh yeah, almost immediately because of Bakugo's inability to be patient.
0: Yeah, uh, they like figure out okay, we're dealing with one villain and three hostages. And then Bak goes like, "Screw this." These <laughs>
1: had a really good starting idea. Mm-hmm. Sending in Ochako to go up to the window with her float
0: with her with her quirk so that she could then spy through the through the window and then signal to them one villain, three three hostages. And okay. then as they were trying to come up with a plan, <laughs> Baka goes just like, Screw it! And just goes in hard. because
1: well, I think the, th- the reason why, it's not necessarily his impatience, it's they're not coming to his conclusion yet. And he's like, Screw it, this is how I'm going to do it. They like my first idea. They're going to love my second idea, whether they like it or not. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Well,
0: and it's just his... His inability to play well with others it comes down to it as well. I mean, we saw that a lot of that in the in the movie. It's like every single time somebody offered some advice to him, he's just like, "Don't tell me what to do." Don't <laughs> Yeah, but then he does it anyway. Um, and the, like the whole mystery in the uh, training sim was turns out to have been yes, that was sort of what ended up being the case. But oh you came to the right conclusion but you still lost because uh you, I mean they
1: did a whole big love story thing by the way, when when Baku blasted through there, villain's dead.
0: Mm-hmm. Villain's villain turns out to suddenly be dead, like stabbed or something. And Sue like does check on the body when she like tickles uh All Might's nose with uh with her hair and he coughs a little bit so I she's giggled.
1: Because it tickled his nose. Oh, uh, okay.
0: I could have sworn he coughed, but and, at any rate. Um, so she's like, so he's just playing playing the part of a dead body. But And then they're like, okay, what, but nobody else came in or out of the building. All the other exits, there are no other exits uh, that have been opened. So the person that did it is in this room. And so they question the, the three hostages, uh, the worker at the jewelry store, a... A uh, woman that was coming into the store to shop, and a uh, musician that was there to get bling or something.
1: He said he was getting it for his uh, girlfriend ah. to propose.
0: Uh, present Mike just going full ham with it, like he oh, does, like, like like he does with everything. <laughs> 110%. Yeah, present Mike is is present Mike is always is always hilarious. Um, but they but Deku manages to piece together that. After, you know, asking the right questions, that Midnight was the last person to enter the jewelry store, and the other two were already tied up.
1: And the fact that he was trapped inside with a bag and he barricaded.
0: And barricaded with cops surrounding the building.
1: Means that someone called prior to going in. Mm-hmm. And, they were yeah, because, like, because, the, because Cementos,
0: as the jewelry store employee, said that he didn't have a chance to call, call the police or anything. Yeah,
1: he was already... Set in motion. Before and they. so
0: Deku puts it together that Midnight must have known the villain and known that he was uh, a criminal and knew that he was about to rob this jewelry store, so she called the police and then went in to try to talk him down.
1: Well, it's probably. he even said that they were uh, a couple, mm-hmm. the villain and Midnight.
0: And... <clears throat> When he realized that there was no escape, that there were pro heroes on the scene as well as the cops, realizing you know that it might blow back onto her and thus ruin her reputation, ruin her life, he stabbed himself to uh, spare her that shame.
1: That was Deku's mm-hmm. side of that.
0: Yep, and the then and Aizawa, who was overseeing everything. It's like you came to the, that. Was how this was all scripted out, but except except you, one except you, except you missed one thing, and they're like, "What's that?" And he just literally turns and points to the place where All Might had been lying down. He's not there anymore. <laughs> he just runs off. It's just like I'm escaping. <laughs> Funny, you know. It's like you didn't. You, he gave you a clue that he was still alive. <laughs> But you you came to the wrong conclusion. You didn't tie him up or restrain him in any way. So you you, you failed. You get no bonus points. <laughs> because this was all supposed to be taking place before the uh, summer camp arc, the training camp arc.
1: So the only it's thing like, I could have thought of that they could have restrained him with would have been... Uh, ice. Yeah, the Todoroki's ice. Yeah. So, I mean, you would have had him laying there freezing his ass off. The this is time. true,
0: but... Uh, at any rate, it was a, uh, and at the end. All Might goes and checks an email that he'd received before the whole thing, which was from Melissa Shield, a daughter of a friend of his from when he uh, was training in America as an exchange student. Uh, basically, inviting him to come to I Island, like Innovation Island or whatever,
1: something like that. Yeah,
0: and because they're you know the I Expo uh, is coming up, and she. Wants She wants to surprise her, her father. And All Might's allowed to take a plus one, so he literally runs to Deku and is like, you want to come with me? And he's like, sure. It's like, great, go pack your bag. We're leaving right now. <laughs> and it's like, the jet won't wait forever. <laughs> it's just like, what? They yeah, got
1: a private jet invitation.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and that led into the movie, uh, Two Heroes, which is all set on the island and we think it's at first it seems like it's just going to be All Might and Deku on this and then it turns out practically all of Class 1A is there also <laughs> for various reasons uh, Momo's father is an investor in several of the companies that helped make the island
1: and she had a couple plus ones she had a
0: couple of plus ones uh, mm-hmm. so she brought Uraraka and and, uh, a in, game, like, and Jiro in, between yeah. the other
1: girls to see who could uh would accompany
0: her. Mm-hmm. Um, Minetta and Kaminari both basically, they found out that like the restaurants and whatnot needed more servers for the expo so they signed up. They're
1: like, oh we're going to get paid, we're going to do a free trip to the island. And we'll get sure to see you. a
0: bunch of a bunch of hot ladies. Um, and naturally after all they showed up, turns out Ida's there. So is Kirishima and Bakugo and Shoto, all for various all for various reasons. <laughs> I'm not
1: sure of everyone else's, but I know Shoto was uh, being there representing his father. Yeah,
0: his father had been invited as the number two hero, uh, but uh, Shoto went in his What's place. Bakugo got, Bakugo, Bakugo got invited because he was he placed number one at the sports festival,
1: and he had a plus one,
0: and he had a plus one, so he brought Kirishima.
1: Yeah, Ida, Shoto, I think, was there not only for representation of his dad, but his father's uh, hero. Account. Agency,
0: agency. Mm. Regardless, and you know, but and we thought it was just them, but then it turned out all the others were there, just like in hotel rooms. They didn't factor into the plot at all.
1: Oh, they were just there having some side, side stuff.
0: Playing Uno in their hotel rooms, <laughs> literally playing Uno. <laughs> um, but anyway, when they arrive, Deku meets Melissa, uh, who is well. Her, her dad, Professor David Shield, is basically one of the top support types in in the world. He helped make Eye Island. He's developed all sorts of technology for for hero support and has and, and studies the quirk and studies quirks and everything. That's literally what the island is for. It's like there's no restraints on quirk usage.
1: You'd think that the um, the support courses at UA would be invited.
0: You would think. Um, that's probably an oversight on the creator's part, but Melissa thinks thinks of All Might as Uncle Might, <laughs> just a funny little little thing. Uh, and she's she meets she meets Deku and learns about his about his quirks. Sort of notices how that it's similar to All Might's, but she doesn't put two and two together. Not like uh, Dave does by the end of the, by the end of the movie. Although I, I think in his case he doesn't know, know it's the same quirk, it's just that, it's, that he is All Might's successor.
1: Pretty much.
0: But Dave does know that All Might was seriously injured in his battle with All for One and knows that he can't maintain his muscle form all the time. But when he meets with All Might during all this, he's, he realizes that his quirk is uh, getting weaker. Because, you know, he's passed it on, so he only has so much power left in him. <clears throat> As we then find out in the All for One fight, which takes place after this, obviously. Um, but, you know, and so he's just worried about what that's going to mean for the world, because, you know, when the sim- if the symbol of peace can no longer do his job, Suddenly, you know, that's going to destabilize everything.
1: He was, he was mentioning how how far crime has gone down in Japan from him
0: being Simp- Simply being there.
1: And then all the other places, like.
0: You know, it's like we could really use you in America, influence sort of. It's
1: like at 20% at a uh, maximum. Mm hmm. Other than that, it's just all villains. You know, you, you, I want to see the rest. I know there's there's a uh, another manga out there that is uh,
0: in the same universe, but not focusing on yes, them. Yes, ah.
1: it's in the same universe, not focus on them, and I think they are um, they work outside the hero society, ah. kind of like uh,
0: so true vigilantes. In yes, a way.
1: I think it. I, I can't remember what it was called. I think it might actually be just vigilante, but I'm not sure.
0: But um, but while all this is going on, we find out that there are some bad guys. Uh, on Eye Island, getting ready for something, and it's during this big, like, formal uh, reception to kick off the preview f- for the Eye Expo. All the pro heroes are there, including All Might, and th- the bad guys make their move. They like hack the system. They turn on the uh, the island's security systems, you know, against everyone and hold everybody hostage literally using the restraint tech in the building to restrain all the pro heroes including all might and this bad guy who's wearing this like metal mask on his face is he's basically it seems at first like he's just doing a hostage situation we find out later that it's actually a heist but that comes later but the students haven't arrived at by this point they've all been getting getting dressed in their formal attire Deku, uh, Melissa took Deku to her own personal lab to show stuff off, and we learned she's quirkless. Mm. She, you know, how that she, about that? How about that? And Deku very quickly notices the similarities, <laughs> uh, but can't reveal his own secret that he was born quirkless because one for all is a secret. Yeah, but she does show off this, uh, this thing she created called the full gauntlet. It's like goes on like a bracelet but then when you when you tap it it sort of becomes this gauntlet that covers the entire forearm and it was it's designed to like tank three full blows of all might's power at 100 and because and she gives it to deku because she noticed the scars on his on his hand uh when she first met him and realized that his quirk is too powerful for his body and so it's, it's like she wants to basically be like her dad and help um, and help people and help heroes by become, being an inventor and developing technology for them. And so she gives this to Deku. That gauntlet comes in handy because <laughs> when Deku joins every, joins the other students along with Melissa to uh, go to the party, that's when everything gets locked down, and they de- they decide we're gonna try to. Uh, shut down the security system so we can free the heroes and stop the bad guys. At that point, it basically turns into Die Hard with superheroes. (laughs) (laughs) Just
1: them trying to get up to the top
0: floor. Literally just them trying to get up to the top floor. They get uh, like 80 floors up before they hit a barrier, and then suddenly the bad guys become aware of them because uh, Mineta opens the wrong door
1: no he just opens any door and it just and it just, and moment.
0: it sets off a secure it sets off an alert in the control room and so we see we got we get to see them fighting their way past some bad guys with their own quirks like we saw Shoto and Bakugo versus uh a couple of a couple of villains one of whom was basically like the hulk yeah and the other movie. one the other one did, had like a matter displacement ability That's pretty interesting mm-hmm but you know they both ended up getting taken down the We saw the the others all go up against a bunch of robots. There was one guy who could turn his arms into swords that managed to knock uh deku briefly out of a wind out of a hole in the side of a building before Deku just pops back up and clocks him in the face. But in the end, we find out that this This heist had been orchestrated by Dave and his assistant Sam not you, obviously, but (laughs) uh but the it was a heist to try to steal this invention that Dave had created, a quirk enhancer. A device that when worn would enhance a person's quirk without any causing any damage to their body or to their or to their brain. Which is the problem with other quirk enhancement tech or quirk enhancing drugs? And but the problem was the The investors. Yeah, basically, the problem was the uh, investors when they found out that he created this immediately took it away from him and said we can't put this into production because if this ends up in the wrong hands, we're suddenly going to have you know like villains on on super steroids running running around and they and it's like he wanted to take it back to because he felt it could help uh All Might because he was aware All Might was injured and this would help him keep uh keep up his power but you know and now, especially now that he realizes that he's losing his quirk
1: yeah
0: only it turns and as we find out in the flashbacks Sam had just uh had just basically said, "We'll hire some actors to play the part of villains, to distract everybody, you know, while we do this, and then we can get away and continue our research and try to and try to make more of these things." Only turns out those actors weren't really actors; they were, vi- they were, vi- they were villains playing the part of actors playing the part of villains. Yes, <laughs> I'm Probably just a dude parts. disguises dude playing another dude. <laughs> um. And they intend to basically take the Quirk Enhancer, take Dave hostage, and make him mass-produce this thing so they can sell it on the black market. And the metal, the guy in the metal mask turns out to be essentially like Magneto.
1: Yeah, it, it was strange. At first, I, I guess he had to touch the metal to um, be able to do it. To be able now. to
0: manipulate it. But um, then,
1: like, after...
0: Well, later on, yeah. when he actually starts using the Quirk Enhancer himself, he basically he doesn't have to be touching it to manipulate it anymore. <clears throat> and Deku and, every, you know, they have this big, big fight. They don't manage to stop the, vi- uh, the villain from getting into the helicopter with Dave and starting to fly, fly off. But then All Might, by this point, who has been freed bolts up the side of the building and just one-shots the helicopter out of the sky while saving saving his best friend. And then bad guy puts the cork enhancer on and goes full full Akira. <laughs> I literally called it that <laughs> while yeah. we were watching it. It was... It's like he's now, like... Turn, like, the whole building is, like, coming apart as he's just manipulating damn near everything. Damn near everything. And everything just with
1: even slight metal, like cable. Stuff is just janking yeah. out of the building,
0: and All Might m- tries, you know, tries his best, but gets restrained in wires. And bad guy then grabs him by the injury and reveals that he actually had been hired by somebody else to, for this purpose, and that somebody was All For One, because All For One wanted to wanted to wanted All Might to basically despair when he found out that his friend had essentially turned to crime. And, you know, it's a, it's it was a, a side movie from the main story. We knew that the heroes were going to win. It was just a matter of how.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was basically All Might and Deku teaming up with the other students running interference on everything. But And they just basically double Detroit smash. <laughs> it
1: was... I, I said earlier I I love what they do with the animation. Oh, <laughs> the animation
0: was fantastic in all of the fight sequences in, in this, from the prologue where we see uh, young All Might. And I need to talk about that. It just looked he just looked <laughs> wrong in the in the in, in the flashback because he had normal eyes. He didn't have his blue in black eyes that he's I that think he's known that might for. Be because
1: of the injury he had. Maybe
0: or it's maybe it's just a. A case of as his quirk developed, uh, or as the as uh, one for all developed, it just came became that way. I I just don't know. It's we don't we haven't seen enough of him pre injury to see whether his eyes were were like that before uh, before then. But uh, Deku destroys the gauntlet with that last punch.
1: Which he was already given the warning before that it could take up to three full power power punches from All Might.
0: And Dave you know who like I said had been sort of despairing about what would what would happen if the symbol of peace were to were to fall sees Deku in that moment as they defeat the villain basically in the same pose he remembers seeing All Might in uh when All Might was first getting started and finally sort of realizes the future is right there in front of me. You know...
1: He doesn't he, have to worry. He
0: doesn't have to worry. You know, Deku is All Might's successor and his daughter could basically be his, become his successor. So it's like, the you know, I don't need to worry anymore. And... It was just you know wraps it all up in a nice little bow so everybody can go home. I, I knew the gauntlet wasn't going to survive because Deku wasn't using it in the, in the later stuff. But it was still a it was still an entertaining movie, and I liked. Once I realized that we were looking at Die Hard with superheroes, I was like, <laughs> "This is going to be great." It's like now I now I kind of want to see some something similar, The Raid with superheroes. Huh. You ever see? Did you ever see The Raid? No.
1: That's probably I have
0: it. I I have it, so that's that's going on the list. <laughs> um But yeah, it was a it was a it was an interesting little uh, little diversion. I the animation quality was, was very good. Um getting to see getting to see all the uh class one A students cutting loose. The thing is
1: the last time I saw this was in theaters. I was I had the movie, like I mentioned before, bought it, pre ordered it. Brought it home, and that was the end of it until I opened it today, mm-hmm. and ordered a steelbook version just now. Because <laughs> you
0: you love to collect the steelbooks, so it's not just everything that. I was you can. Looking through
1: my previous purchases, where I usually get my my anime from, and I couldn't find the second movie in there, even though I swore I bought it. And then I saw that at the very top, just released, what, a month or so ago. Was the steelbook version of the second movie and a steelbook version of this movie coming out tomorrow? Actually,
0: as as we record this, rather, yeah, uh, so, first full week of December. But yeah,
1: so I'm like, yeah, uh, I have some I have some points left. Let me let me go ahead and I'll go ahead and put that on there. The unfortunate part is that the second movie is on back order, but it claims it's going to be here by the fifteenth. So.
0: Well, we'll see. Everything is up in the air with when it comes to deliveries because a it's the holiday it's season. Not like we're gonna run through season four before this is it, true.
1: <laughs> before it arrives, so although
0: you know if all goes well this week, as we record this, we'll finish up season three. Uh, but that's for later this week. Uh, but yeah, I definitely enjoyed this. I'm still enjoying everything about My Hero, like the extra work they put into the. Other stuff that a uh, hero society would need to in order to function, so, sort of thing. And you're
1: still enjoying the the diversions we have. It doesn't feel like it's dragging. It doesn't no. feel like it's unnecessary episodes. It's not like oh, this
0: is just filler. I mean, not I like, mean, technically oh, the spe- geez, technically, technically the special episode was filler, but it was good filler. Yeah, it w- it wasn't. It wasn't just like why why are we even bothering with this? It's just sort of like this it was actually presented as this is something that a hero that he- pro heroes might actually have to do you know figure out a mystery because the police are not presently available or something but yeah so i don't have
1: anything else to add i mean it's still a solid movie it is it is a
0: solid it is a solid movie still a very good very good series
1: but they definitely step it up in the second movie okay so this With that, stepping it up from this movie to the next one, hoping and praying that the third movie steps it up even further, (laughs) which is going to be really freaking hard to do.
0: Well, you know, hopefully by the time the third movie comes out, we'll have caught up. (laughs) But then it's... But, yeah. So, yeah. The third
1: movie says it should be coming out mid-2021.
0: So we should be caught up by then. Season four, I mean... I don't know how long season four is, but we're as it stands now, we're almost done with season three. We got one more, we got one, one more, one more, one more binge, and then we'll and then we'll be done.
1: Binge of five episodes.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all right. So, yep, that about wraps it up. So, for Sam, I am Jay, and we'll see you in
1: that the was next week. He wasn't in it. Yeah,
0: Zeke's <laughs> Zeke's sitting here, but not saying anything because he sort of walked in as we were finishing up the finishing up the movie, but. For everyone here in the Binge Casts clan, uh, we'll see you after the next binge. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Binge Cast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge.